Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 127 of the Caesar Show. Glad to be back. Just want to rehash with you guys. Episode 126. Carl, Conyers, and Terrence William and myself discuss top trades before the deadline and much, much more. I know you guys missed us, and we are going to deliver some fire content your way as well, too. So just make sure to subscribe on all forms of social media at the Caesar Show. We can go ahead and get into it. But before we get into it, Ladies and gentlemen, make some noise for my co-host Terrence Whaley. What up, what up? What's going on, y'all? And ladies and gentlemen, make some noise for my other co-host Carl Conyers. How you fellas living, man? It's, it's been a while. What y'all, what y'all, what y'all been on? Um, man, really just working hard. Um, and trying to stay out this rain. I don't, I don't <laughs> like this rain at all. This is the most rainy it's been in LA. I think in my four, like my four years here. So I think. I think right now I'm glad, you know, we about to, daylight savings time about to start, get that 7 p.m. sunset, so get to see the sun, um, and then really just, uh, just came back from Costa Rica, my anniversary Still actually. Still got the 10. Last year, or so it's been, it's been a year in my, in my relationship, that was cool, um, now I'm, I'm about to go to Atlanta next weekend for my brother's wedding. Oh, damn. So yeah, I've been doing some, been doing some traveling, but other than that, it's been cool, bro, watching basketball. Feel it. What about you, Carl? Uh, damn, not not that not that much. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, nah, I feel you. Uh, I've been, you know, working. Honestly, that's that's really the biggest thing. Uh, one of our artists is getting ready to do South by next weekend, so just getting ready for that. Dope, dope, dope. Yeah, I mean, mine pretty much head down. Been grinding, making connections whenever I can, but just kind of. Utilizing every day and not taking it for granted and re- kind of realizing what my purpose is and just being specific with what I want um, each and every single day. So I've been kind of moving like a machine and obviously giving myself a little bit of time to relax and whatnot. But grind literally don't stop as well, too. So, um, yeah, I'm straight. I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready to get straight into it so we can we can go ahead and get started, man. Job Morant shenanigans. Obviously, the whole world knows Job Morant went on IG live about was it last week? A week and a half ago nowadays. Yeah. It was after the the Denver Nuggets game. Apparently he was at a club over there, at a strip club, and um, pointed a gun in his uh, IG Live video, caught a lot of slack, ended up disabling his comments, and immediately got a uh, at least a minimum of a three-game suspension, I believe. Um, and then from there, I think he's suspended indefinitely now as well, too. He came out with a statement, essentially apologized for his actions and owned up to it as well. Obviously, a, a lot of the OGs had some things to, you know, kind of add to it, to chime in, to give their two cents, give their advice and whatnot as well, too. Um, so just one of those things where, you know, you're just kind of young, got a lot of money. You're not surrounding yourself, you know, with the with the best form of, of people that are, you know, good to your well-being in general as well, too. So um, kind of crazy. You know, they've been missing a lot of. I mean, he's missed a lot of games, but they've been losing in a lot of those games as well, too. Obviously, they just beat the Golden State Warriors not too long ago as well, too. But we don't know exactly when he's going to come back. There's rumors that he may have checked himself in the rehab. Obviously, there was that ongoing investigation, but it did get concluded um, and said that they didn't have enough evidence to have any charges filed against him. So that's something that's in the plus sign. Um, but I'm curious to hear about you guys' opinion on the whole situation, man. Um, how how you feeling about it, Carl? Um. <laughs> I just think it was unfortunately I think it was something that was going to come to a head mm-hmm. uh, it was getting like to like to say the, the two weeks preceding or honestly two weeks to a month preceding 
it just felt like there was a new negative headline about something he did like every week. Um, so although like I want to say I'm, I was surprised, I wasn't surprised. I was surprised at what happened, but I just wasn't surprised something like this happened. Um, I think, yeah, it's 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 a tough situation, um, especially because it's one thing if you know somebody else was around and like caught you doing it. But like this was on your own IG live, bro. Like you put you put this shit up. <laughs> um, so hopefully, I think the biggest thing right now is is just I think either he's going through something, or um, it's just honestly the overall stress. But I think that he's just needs to find better outlets and better ways to like you know deal with things and handle himself because I've one of the biggest things I've been seeing in terms of people trying to back him is like, well, you know, you guys see rappers doing that. It's like, but he's not, not a rapper. A rapper. Yeah. That's that, that makes a difference. <laughs> My God, he's part of a, a multi-billion dollar corporation. Um, and that's just what it is. You know, like if, if you're at a corporate job, and you post gun videos, they can fire you. You can fire them. Yeah. Like, that's... <laughs> on God. You know? <laughs> so, like, it's, on God. it's something Nothing that we guaranteed. don't want to see, especially because he just signed this big-ass contract. It's something we don't want to see is, uh, you know, him potentially doing anything to, to derail his career, um, which I, I definitely believe this is going to be something small in, in the long run for him. I think he's still young as hell. Um, still got that Nike deal. Yeah, and he just was it like Powerade. He just became like their one of their faces too. Mm. Um, so yeah, I I think I wish him the best. I think it's something that he can overcome, um, and I think it's hopefully he's just you know doing what he needs to right now to get his mind right. What about you, T? I I think it's a, it looks a little bit like like self destruction to me. Like and it's <laughs> kind of crazy because. I mean, you, you got the world at your feet right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, y'all just mentioned the deal, the sponsorship deals um, and, you know, the, the money he's going to be able to uh, to continue to see in his career. And it's just like, bro, like, I mean, like, it's one thing to act like a tough guy on the court. We got plenty of those. We got a lot of, like, guys that, you know, have that bravado while they're on the court. But it just seemed like he, he felt like he got to do something extra. And it's like, I don't know what provoked that. You know what I mean? Like, coming from... From Murray State, like you, you had a chip on your shoulder, and we love that. Like seeing you come in the pre-draft process, hoop harder than everybody else. You know, catapult yourself to the number two pick. Like everybody wants to see those top three picks succeed. Nobody's like saying like, "Oh, you, you know, you, you know, we don't like you or nothing like that." I never saw any rhetoric like that. So it just seems so out of place that he feels like he's got to put up this, like, bravado off the court. And that's, that's the most off-putting thing to me. Plus, also, like, a lot akin to, like, with Dylan Brooks. Like, it's this, it's this um, I don't need to be told what to do. Like, I'm a grown man. I don't need to, like, hear what anybody has to say. With the feedback is what's kind of off-putting to me, too, is it seems like nobody can really get in his ear. You know what I mean? Like I knew, like when Shannon Sharp said what he had to say, like he wasn't gonna listen to that. That's that's grown man. That's old man talking to a young man. We we most. That's another thing about like us in the black community. Like we really don't listen to our elders. And I knew, like when Shannon was talking, I was like, he ain't hearing none of that shit. That's just going in one ear out the other. And it just seems like can't nobody get to his ear. And that's the problem. Like I I just don't know if it's gonna get fixed because it just doesn't seem like he's receptive too much. And that's something I just wanted to piggyback on is that. A lot of people are blaming, or I've, I've seen people calling like for his dad to do something, and 
blaming um, a lot of other people around him. But at the end of the day, you as an in, like on your road to be better, you as an individual have to want to be better. You can have good people around you telling you to do good things, and all it doesn't really matter if you're not listening. So I just think it's who's to say that you know the, there aren't people telling him good things. As we saw that picture beforehand, it was just him in that room. You know, <laughs> like <laughs> it wasn't like it was a whole bunch of other dudes in there. Like, yeah, yeah. so uh, I just I think the onus really falls on him. Do you think it's an insecurity thing from him? Like he he feels like he has to prove that he's the tough guy. Because of how he's grown up and whatnot as well, too, you feel like there's an overbearing thing? Because earlier you said he was, like, he may be, like, calling for help or some shit like that. But, like, do you think it's just him trying to prove himself constantly? He's probably getting tossed all this. I mean, I, I, clearly, I guess he, he does feel like he needs to prove himself. But I don't know why. I don't. Exactly. I do want to say one more thing, too, bro. Yeah, and I, uh, I hate to do this, but I do have to bring it up because it's just Kyrie Irving is one of my favorite players. And I just want to know why Stephen A don't got the same smoke. Or this John Morant situation. Maybe because John Morant's relatively younger. He's only been in the league for, what, like three, four years, and Kyrie's, what, 30, 31 years old? Only thing I'll say, I feel you, but the only thing I'll say is that at least Kyrie's been doing this for years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like if the, it'd be, he might have different smoke for Ja, like if this was, you know, this is what Ja had been doing for a while, and then he did some other crazy stuff. Okay. But also, I don't know, bro. Stephen A is, is just a... Uh, not a great barometer for you know. <laughs> I just I just had to I just had to throw that in there because I'm I'm always caping for Kyrie except for the anti-Semitism. Yeah, and then obviously you know we heard about the rumblings that he had in the mall last year in the off season, and then also the volleyball incident with his sister at the at the at the at the gym. So it just looks like there's just a lot of things that have kind of been going on. So it's I'm happy this happened now rather than later. Um, so I think, I think he's only, I think he's going to be fine. Cause like once you realize any like things like that can be taken away from you, like, like in an instant, then I think he's going to, you know, eventually look himself in the mirror and, and figure out what he wants to do. But like Carl said, we don't know what's really going on with the people that he's around as well too. They could be uplifting him and, and guiding him. But like you said, it, it takes, it, it takes realization to figure out if you, you know, want to better yourself or not as well too. So. Do y'all think he's going to eventually come back, um, you know, by the end of the season going into the playoffs? What do y'all think? I I think it's one of those things where he could come back, but it won't look good for the league if he come back right away. He has to, like, serve his little time away. Then he's going to be good. Uh, yeah, I don't, I, I, I don't know if he – I don't know. It's, it's crazy. Like, I just think there's – because it's actually – he's not suspended indefinitely. He's just away from the team indefinitely. The suspension, I think, was only for, like, four games or something like that. So, like, it's really – he's on his own timeline, time. I feel like, of trying to get him – because I think it did – PR team he, like, hey, at this wait. point now where he does understand, like, oh, damn, I'm probably wilding. Um, and so it's now a whole thing of trying to get yourself right and figure it out. Oh, yeah, he working with the PR team right now because you know when he come back, they're going to be firing at him with hella questions. So he getting prepped up. This is what is this is what's happening right now. He's just getting prepped up for coming back. Anything that I mean, I just I was telling Peyton I was off screen. I, I think it is going to be for the rest. Of, well, I don't Ooh. know. I was going to say for the rest of the regular season, but I didn't know it was a it was a 
he's taking time off himself mm-hmm. situation. I didn't know that. So I mean, yeah. So it's only supposed to be three, four games, and but now it's indefinite for him. Yeah, okay. like they're just the team is like he's away from the team indefinitely. Yeah. So oh, he gonna, okay. he gonna so it's almost like an Andrew Wiggins situation where he's taking time off himself, taking time off himself. Not the team is saying instances. you're yes. suspended. I yeah. feel like it's yeah, yeah, like he's not literally suspended. I do think it's a little bit more. The team is probably also saying like. We might not be suspending you these games, but you still need to coach a lot. It just doesn't make sense for him to come back right away, too. Yeah. And that looked like he didn't technically, quote unquote, learn anything. So. And especially, the, here's the craziest thing about a lot of it to me is the Grizzlies haven't done anything. Like, they haven't really won anything. And I feel like a lot of them, and a lot of this feeds, I feel like, into some of how Ja was acting, too, of like, I just don't get you know, where this sense of entitlement came from, from them. Mm-hmm. So just in that also, I feel like he can miss the rest of this year. They're going to be okay. like, if they weren't about to win the ship this year, it's okay. Yeah, I see. I, I agree. I agree. Well, staying on the subject of the Warriors, Dylan Brooks and Draymond Green continued their saga. That should be like, I, every now and then I'll be watching like some WWE, like this is some male entertainment soap opera shit that we've been watching. And I feel like we haven't really seen any quote-unquote beef in a while so it's kind of it's hysterical but it's kind of funny to kind of just look at as well too so obviously you know this robbery stems from last year um and it's continuing in this year as well too Dylan Brooks comes out and says I don't like Draymond at all I just don't like Golden State I don't like anything to do with them Draymond talks a lot gets away with a lot too um and then the dynasty starts out and then uh Draymond Green comes out and basically says the dynasty starts after you not with you and that's just a fact so just a lot of back and forth that were kind of going on and whatnot um, as well, too. So definitely, you know, went viral for a little bit as well, too. So, um, I mean, what do you what are you guys thoughts on these two guys beefing? You think it's good for the league? Um, and then how do you feel about them in general? I mean, I think it's I think it's good <laughs> for the league. It's entertainment. At the end of entertainment the day. Yeah. It's clicks. Um, it's cool to watch. Um, I think it on a on a barometer level it's probably like third behind like you know if i would have rated i'd be say i'd say ben simmons and joel and is probably number one i would always like seeing that and then two would be like mm, somebody else i can't think <laughs> of the moment but but then then it's draymond and 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 dylan brooks i just i just feel like they are two people that are just like you think the the competition just the competition should stay the competition i feel like no, no, no. Like I, I, I like that they don't like each other. Um, I, I just think it's I, I'd prefer it to be like when the number one option or the number two option on the team hates the other number one. Bro, there was a <laughs> there was a Twitter page, um, and they were like promoting both of them fighting, and I think the name of the the, the post was Battle of the Battle of the Ass Niggas. <laughs> yeah, like like I'd rather like it. Like obviously Steph would never be for nobody, but yeah. it'd be cooler to see Steph and Ja like want to go at each like other. Like the face like of Chris the franchise Paul. is going against each other. Yeah, like actually having that smoke. Yeah, or like when <clears throat> Russell was Russell with had KD. beef with somebody. Damian Lillard, I think at one Pat time. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah remember because Pat Bev tore his meniscus, mm-hmm. and then like oh, yeah. kind of like like that. But other than that, I mean, it's it's cool to watch. I think it's funny. You mm-hmm. know, obviously. I, I'm on more of Draymond Green's side when it comes to the actual term robbery. Like, yes, I, I that's what I was going to ask you guys as well, too, because obviously, like, they clearly don't have any championships. But if you look at the last couple of years since the playing started, Ja did, Ja and Memphis did get the best of them. And then last year, obviously, Ja goes out. Mm-hmm. Who knows if he's there, they win or not. I mean, a lot of people say the Warriors, but they did have that momentum. 
Um, so it's, and if you also go back to the Pau, I mean, not Pau Gasol, Mark Gasol and, and Zebo days, they were always clashing in the playoffs for a little bit as well, too. Obviously, cham- take, if you take away championships, there's no rivalry. If you take away a lot of, if you take, if you talk about that, there's a lot of non rivalries, but so you don't think it's a rivalry? I look at more of it as like they got playoff series beef. Okay. Like, so one like team won one year, other team won one year. I look at like LeBron James and the Cleveland Cavaliers going up against the Kevin Garnett. You know, Ray Allen, Paul okay, Pierce, okay. Boston Celtics. So like the situation. Spurs against like Dallas back in the day or some shit like and that. And the Lakers and the Sacramento Kings okay. in 2000, 2001. What about you? Um, in terms of just like the rivalry? Yeah. Rivalry, what do you think about these two clowns? I'm kidding. They're not clowns. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. They are clowns, actually. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I think one... It's just interesting. I actually was watching something earlier. Uh, Brandon Jennings was talking about he didn't like these players doing podcasts during the season, and like there's Brandon Jennings. Yeah, I know it's it's funny coming from him, but and there's part cool of it that, that I I do agree with, uh, just because I feel like it it feeds in to a lot of this like extra stuff, but also at the same time in terms of like the league and stuff like that, like it's more entertainment for them. It's more value. I I understand that, um, but. I think it's two dudes that if they were on different teams, you wouldn't really probably know who they were. Mm-hmm. So, especially um, Dylan Brooks. I was going to ask you: Do you think that that's like a, a reflection? I think the podcast situation. Do you think that's a reflection of people seeing Braun get the bag in the entertainment and the content space? No, nah, I think it's just how players are misused and get sound bites from the media. So, for example, with Draymond Green, a lot of times now. He he keeps it at a minimal uh, minimum of his post game interviews, um, or he just gives like some BS answers, and then he just goes back on his platform because he he wants his words to kind of be heard, and then you can kind of you know have your topic from there there as well too. That's what I think it is. Yeah, they. I just like kind of like you were saying. I wish it was people who you know were good. Some some players who were actually. Could go out and hoop but Dray, but, but Draymond can't talk that like he he yeah, deserves, and, he, he and that's that. the thing Dray, yeah. and and that's why I also feel like it's not as much of a beef because of like because the Draymond the at least like okay has has something to back himself yeah. up when he does this again Dylan Brooks you've done nothing you really you're good at defense don't get me wrong he's good at defense but outside of that it's like okay you were the second leading scorer on this team. And then they got Desmond Bain. It was clear, like, you were just in that role because they needed somebody else to be in that role. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. For me, a perfect example is, like, how fucking Luka Doncic and Devin Booker hate each other. Like, they... I like they, that one. That, that is that perfect. Also That's because, a good one. Like, you saw they were... They were... It was, like, a competitive, real, like, rivalry. Like, mm-hmm. we smiling in each other's faces because like, we know we going at it right now. Yeah. And they direct... That's a good one. Not that Draymond doesn't... Directly affect the game, but I want to see like okay, both of both bucket gets a bucket, bucket. And then yeah, 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 that's what yeah, I want to yeah. see. I want to see goddamn like oh he, he got a dime this time, or he got a steal because like, they were saying like oh, both of them oh, combined for nine turnovers and were like twenty percent from three. Yeah, yeah they both <laughs> suck at shooting. Like, yeah, yeah, it's just a, it's a mid off. It's like role mid off. Like Draymond is like a that. star role player, that's for sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's just role players. Yeah, nah, that's true. It's interesting. Um, th- that just makes me want, like, if everyone comes back, 
I want to see them both kind of go at it in the first round. I think that would be some good popcorn material. Like if Pat Bev and Jordan Clarkson had beef, would anyone really like? You know, that's, nah. that's how I feel. Mm-hmm. Nah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> talking about both of these teams, are you more concerned about the Warriors or Grizzlies? Because the Warriors, like we talked off air, they're seven and twenty-six on the road, which is very concern, very concerning. Jonathan Kaminga just messed up his ankle. Gary Payton obviously was a part of that trade we talked about last last time, and he hasn't suited up yet. Wiggins is going for personal reasons we don't know. Um, Jaws out indefinitely. Stephen Adam just got stem cell injections to his knee, so he's going to be reevaluated in four weeks. And then Brandon Clark, who was a pretty good rotation piece towards Achilles. Um, so from now going into the playoffs, who would you say that you're more concerned about? Uh. Yeah, I, I would say for me it's Memphis. I mean, at the end of the day, like, it just doesn't look good over there right now. Like, as far as your star players in this mode of just he need to get right. Like, at this point, you, you need everybody to be fine on all cylinders. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that situation is, is not good. Um, at least the Warriors do have their their core. Again, their defense is not is not good. I know they're in the bottom half of the league. I think somebody, I think I was watching something yes, like yesterday or two days ago. Yeah. Somebody said they were like 18th in the league in defense. Um, but I, I I just, I believe in, in championship DNA to at least get you through the first first round of, of games. Um, where, where Memphis is at right now, Brandon Clark Tearing his Achilles, that's pretty big, honestly. That was a pretty good bench player for them. And, I mean, Steven Adams, he sets screens, gets um, gets Desmond Bain open, you know. So he I still just – And offensive rebound. rebound. You yeah. saw that too? Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. funny. So, <laughs> so, yeah, I think it's more Memphis for me. He didn't even play, like, what, 30, 40 games? <laughs> no, it's not. He's, he's, again, like, if, if Steven Adams – would have been like on the Warriors. I feel like he would Ooh, be as like a, a center, star, a star that role player. You know, Any like, pass is great from the yeah. high post. Um, but I definitely feel like the the uh, not the Warriors, the Grizzlies are the one to be more concerned about, just because they're not. To me, they're not winning a series without Ja. Mm-hmm. Like they're cool in the regular season without him, but it's just completely different in the playoffs. And so I don't, I don't see them coming out of, especially with. The West right now, everything is so, like, one or two games could separate you from being the two seed or the six seed. So I mm-hmm. feel like it's going to be a lot of – it's going to be a lot of matchups in that first round where it's good teams versus good teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I just don't see them beating anybody for real without Ja. It's crazy because I'm going off of what you said a couple minutes ago. We didn't expect anything from Memphis anyway. So I would say I'm more concerned about the Warriors because they are the defending champs as well too. So – um, I'm gonna go with that angle because right now, like you said, with the with the amount of stackness that's on in the West, <laughs> with their losing record, I mean, I don't know if they're waiting to turn that that switch on. I can't see that switch without Wiggins and and and, and Kaminga, their two best wing and Gary Payton. Th- those are the three, arguably three best wing defenders. I just don't see that happening. Um, and I'm also kind of thinking maybe that that punch that we talked about. <laughs> Last year, maybe that also has something to kind of do with being on the road. You know what I'm oh. saying? Maybe that's a tribute to it as well, too. But I'm going at it from just the level of the stakes. So I am I, I think I definitely have to go with the Warriors as well, too. Real Only thing I'll say, the reason, one of the reasons why I'd like to, I feel like I'm out on the Warriors because they refuse to add size. All, like, who was it? Nerlens and Well just hit the free agent market. It was a couple of people. No, no one went to the Nets, right? Yes. 
They could have got him. I know they could. Yeah. It was a couple big men that got bought out. It was a couple, definitely several big men they could have got at the trade deadline. And it'd be different if every time I watch the Warriors play and they play a team that has a decent center, he shreds them. It'd be different if they at least did a decent job, but they don't ever. So it's crazy to me. And to me, that just I just feel like you're not really trying to win because you're going to these teams with centers, like especially in the West, you're probably going to have to either play like the Lakers or Denver or something like that. And you're just you're going to say like, well, we're just going to outshoot them when all those teams outside of their centers also have shooters, too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Damn, that's true. I remember I I think during the trade deadline, they were trying to get Jakob. Photo, I think that would have been perfect. That would have been crazy because he was cooking the Lakers last night. (laughs) (laughs) But he went to the and to me again, I feel like that's something they just didn't press hard enough on because the Raptors didn't really give up nothing. Also, there's certain GMs who just have a better relationship with other GMs as well too. Yeah, because the Spurs have done a good amount of trades these past couple years, even like during Tim Duncan era with the with the Raptors. But that's finally tanking. Thank God. Thank you. Hey man, we might not get. Don't worry about the it. The Frenchman. Okay. But <laughs> they're hey, tanking. I'm, Thank you. I'm cool with Scoot, too. That nigga tough. Yeah. I'm no. cool. I'm cool either way at yeah, this facts, point. Facts, facts. So we'll see. Damn, we just talked about KD. And then this guy wants to text me yesterday. Oh, see, you still trying to do this trade. I'm ready, <laughs> I mean, you still trying to do this bet. I'm ready. I'm not ready boy. for this bet yet. We're going to see. Let him come back first, and, and then I'm we'll see what's so up. Ready. We either going to do that or, or we're going to do Battle LA. But, anyways, Kevin Durant. Had this freak accident warm-up line, basically trying to explode, do a left-hand layup, and he just tweaks his, his ankle. Um, and then he continues to do his workout for a little bit more, goes to the back, doesn't come back, and then later got a a, a scan that basically said he had a, um, I think it was a grade yeah. one, it was grade two, so. grade two ankle sprain. So he's going to be out of the great, he's going to be out of the lineup for at least two to three weeks. So he's going to get reevaluated in about three weeks as well too. Um, it's just kind of funny, you know, when we had a conversation about this trait last time and, and Carl and, and, and Terrence were kind of going back and forth was, is this, are giving up you, your young assets worth this two to four year window X, Y, and Z? Um, I mean, what are y'all, what are y'all thoughts on this injury? I mean, what does this mean for, you know, him and, but not only him, especially with CP aging um, and the Suns are, they with him being there, they could probably could have, have scooted up to at least a two three seed. We never we don't know how the run would would have looked like, but what does this mean for the for Katie and the Suns? <laughs> I will say, uh they at least which is really weird to me because they traded away bridges and like uh Cam Johnson and like their wing depth isn't the same and K like with K D being out, but they They've played because, like, he was out the first four or five games before mm-hmm. the break. I mean, after the All Star break, um, and now he's missed. He's been out like you know, I guess one or two more. Mm. They played good in those games. Um, so great. yeah, like they, they, which is really surprising to me. So, I mean, at least you're in a position where you can afford to have him come back. And KD is probably singular in that he's. When he's healthy, that's you know, if he's feeling good enough, you drop him in. You don't have to game plan for real. Like he's those. one of those. Only, he's one of the very few players who can take a lot of time off and come back, and it's like nothing's happened. Yeah, and he's one of those players where he can get dropped into any system, and he fits seamlessly. It's crazy because he's not ball dominant, mm-hmm. but he he's just hyper efficient. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I think it it sucks, and it's also definitely a part of the risk that you take trading for like an injury prone who is injury prone at this, at this yeah. point in his career. Um, but I still, at the same time, 
you still have a better chance waiting for him than I feel like you did with the team as it was constructed before. So, I mean, they're two and a half games up on the fifth seed. So, I mean, they they're comfortable enough, but their schedule coming up is it's kind of crazy um, right now. So, I'm pulling it up right now. They're actually playing the Kings right now. Um, they're down ten. They probably doubling book like a motherfucker right now. Book book was book. Damn, having book as your number two option is actually crazy. I kind of take that back when we had when we had the real rapper Cap talking about Luca and uh, Kyrie, mm-hmm. and then you said JB and JT. My shit might be booking fucking KD, bro. Them niggas is cold together. But and, they played like four games. I know, bro. <laughs> but it's just crazy. And you were right. Because of the attention that uh, that 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 KD commands, commands book is he's just not Bukes. usually the he just doesn't he's not taking a million shots because he also doesn't need to he doesn't need to that's you fire. Know? <clears throat> but they got Sacramento now then they got Golden State then they got the Bucks Orlando always gives teams problem OKC gonna give you a run for your money then they play the Lakers Sacramento again then they play Philly Utah still in the race Minnesota still in the race then they got Denver OKC again Spurs please tank. Denver again, L.A. and L.A. again. So you could go from possibly the fourth seed to a playing team in a matter of a couple of weeks. So that that's gonna mm-hmm. that's gonna be tough. If if I'm them, I don't really wanna. I want I want to try to avoid the playing as much as possible. But like like he said, they they play without KD before, and, and I think they can play at least 500 level basketball from from here on until he comes until he gets back. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, I mean I I don't believe in their title hopes with or without him, but I mean they could play five hundred basketball. I, 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 I title hopes because of what they gave up as far as they don't have defensive wings, the injury proneness. What what do you attribute you not believing in their their title hopes? Yeah, that and uh um you know I I don't think I, I still think there's a little beef between DeAndre Ayton and uh and oh boy, Monty Williams. Yeah, oh, Monty Williams or Monty Williams. I just think like. It just seemed like, but then he just he just got he just re-upped on his contract, right? I think he just got like a four-year deal or something like that. Yeah, so they basically kind of treated him. Well, he's a restricted free agent, so basically what's happening with Lamar right now is like you you go out there, see what teams want to offer you, then we'll match it, and then they matched it. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I just I mean, Chris Paul is washed. I don't know, like I, I don't see him playing heavy minutes like that. What I think that they'll need to, and you know, to get to where they need to go, um, Kevin Durant and. Book are are going to give you sixty plus points a game. That's that's true, but I think that there are a lot of duos in the West that they're going to play that also give them sixty plus. Um, so I just I, I don't know. I I just I seem to believe in what I'm seeing more so from other teams in the West than I am for what the Suns' title hopes are. Mm. That's just my that's just me, and I'm also a little bit of a Kevin Durant hater, so I, I will throw that in. <laughs> and he hates Booker too. And so, yeah, I mean it's easy to hate Devin Booker. Come on, bro. I fuck he be that. acting like he be acting like he he, he got a chip up, or he that he. Least, I ain't gonna say it. I will agree with Luca because Luca was like, I don't have no problem with you. Just talk, talk where we are. Yeah, you, you did that shit with three <laughs> seconds left when you knew mm. he was about to win the game. Like talk from the jump. But it looked like he was talking for the jump. He just made it worse. He wasn't. He wasn't. Yeah, he wasn't acting like that. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny, Bob. I mean, just looking at these teams that are currently in the playoff hunt. Well, if it was one through eight right now and just ended, there was no playoffs. Like, and they're healthy. Y'all, y'all know I love Kawhi. They some goofy ass niggas. Memphis some goofy ass niggas. Kings haven't proved anything. 
Denver's just been the most healthiest, but there's still food on defense, especially Joker going to get exposed. You, you've been seeing them, those videos lately? He'll give you 28 to 30, but also give up 30. My cousin um, just sent me something earlier today about – The Spurs how, one? Uh, yeah, he was in Cook <laughs> last night. It's nasty, bro. Yeah. Um, then you got Dallas who don't play no defense. Golden State can't win on the road. Minnesota, Cats probably not coming back. So, I mean, if Even you're looking at does. that outside of the team we're going to talk about a little bit later – they can be any of these teams in the seven game series. There's no team right here that I fear at all. On, on even on the defensive end, I think I think Phoenix could get timely stops and be, and just play efficient level basketball in a seven game series. I'd be surprised if the NBA champion isn't um, from the East this year. Fair. I mean, I, I see Milwaukee getting it this year for me. Honestly. Yeah, they, yeah. I just don't know yet about. Joe Missoula's adjustments that he's going to make. Um, and it seems like they took a step back defensively um, as opposed to when they were with Udoka. But a lot of a lot of players and teams who get to the finals say they kind of only have their eyes on that, so they get a little bored of the regular season. So if there's any team to kind of turn up that notch, it would be them. I want to give a little bit hope to the 76ers, but certain teams and certain organizations just have that weird DNA in their system, especially with Doc Rivers as your coach. I don't know. I trust Joel Embiid possibly this year for seven games, but outside of Joel Embiid, I don't know who else is going to be that consistent scorer that he can kind of rely on with the others. Milwaukee on like what, 18, 19 straight now? Well, no, Philly beat them. Philly, oh, yeah, beat, them. Did, Philly beat them. Philly but beat them. But before then, it was like 17 straight or something like that? Like 16? At least 15. 15, 15 games. Like yeah, yeah, man. I mean, they looked great over that 15 year, over that 15 game stretch. I just, I just You saw them live too, right? Yeah, 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 me too. Yeah, yeah. I just, I just, I mean, Giannis, bro. Pod, he's literally a video game. Like, I can't, I can't lie to you. <laughs> Best player in the league for oh, me, yeah. bro. Yeah. So, yeah, absolutely. Um, what's going on with all these injuries, man? Like, I feel like this this season has has, has had an uproar in in injuries, and then just this past week, there's been like four or five ankle sprains and whatnot as well. Too, you think it's just like freak accidents? Do you think it's the shoes? Do you think it's the lack of practice? Like, what do you think? is attributing to all these injuries that are going on in the league. I think it might be lack of practice because I, I see the coaches be – or, like, the older coaches complain that they don't be practicing enough now or whatever, or the load management or whatever. But I also think it might be because niggas might not be taking care of their bodies as as as, as what they need to be. Mm-hmm. Real. Yeah, I'm not – it's a lot of uh, – a lot of stars missing a lot of time. I think also uh, – I think the they're just doing less. I think sometimes like you have to find a balance between not doing too much and doing too little. Yeah, and I think that they're just way too far on this side. And mm-hmm. like you're, your body's your not bo- used to exactly that your body's not down. used to getting used to like all of this. Mm-hmm. And so you're yeah, because <clears throat> it's crazy. I mean, and this is one of those instances where I agree with a lot of the older players. They were like, you know, we did all this, we had more back to backs, all these other stuff, but like our injury rate was. A lot lower, and I'm I'm talking people from like you know just ten years ago where the game was similar in style. Yeah, <clears throat> nah, that's crazy, man. Yeah, there's been so many injuries, man. So we're gonna see what happens. I just want to see with all the eight teams from each conferences who get their ticket punched in. I want to see them fully healthy, like in the playoffs. Obviously, there's gonna be uh, you know bumps and bruises along the way, but relative health is all I need for the playoffs this year, man. Like that that's that's it. I don't want no excuses. Moving on from that, um, 
you guys were kind of talking about that off air. Fred Van Fleet was fined 30K by the NBA this past Thursday for criticizing uh, an NBA official named Ben Taylor. Um, and essentially they lost to the Clippers 108 to 101. Um, and then there's a couple of different quotes here. Um, he says, speaking of, speaking for a lot of guys, obviously I was frustrated and emotional, but there's a lot of people that feel that way. Hopefully going forward, we see some changes for the better, the betterment of their game. It was um, a little emotional, tough loss. Things not going our way. Got caught up in the moment a little bit as well, too. And then he said, uh, you live and you learn, you move on. It came out authentic. It came out in real time. I wouldn't have done it that if I feel like I had another option or outlet. I feel like I've exhausted my options this season, many different occasions. It is just one of those things. I'm human. Um, and then he, you know, basically came out and said, I thought Ben Taylor was fucking terrible tonight. I think that on most nights, you know, of you know out of those three officials there's one or two that just fucked the game up it's been like that a couple of games in a row um and he says uh losing on monday at denver was tough obviously you come out tonight competing pretty hard and i get a bullshit tech that changes the whole dynamic of the game changed the whole flow of the game as well too most of the refs are trying hard i like a lot of the refs they're trying hard they're pretty fair and communicate well and then you um got the other ones who just want to be dicks and just kind of fuck the shit fuck the game up and he no one's coming was, man, I was watching, yeah, and no one's coming to see that shit they come to see the players um so in 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 forever kind of going off and this kind of catching a little bit of attention from the basketball realm of things i mean what are your thoughts on that you think he was you know fair to go out and criticize the refs um, yeah. Okay. So I, I want to preface this. My my dad actually was a referee like for a while, like a long time, like ten, fifteen years. And he told me one of the things like you know, like just as a referee, like you know you're doing a good job when not when the players aren't compl- aren't complaining because the players are always complaining, but like when the fans aren't necessarily noticing that you're a part of the game. And when as me as a me as a fan, when I'm watching nationally televised games or just like other games that are off market yeah. that I'm watching illegally streaming, you know, you can tell when <laughs> a game be at your door, bro. <laughs> you, I don't know why you did that. <laughs> no, you know when the game is officiated well, like when you're just watching, you're like not bothered by the officiating. And like yeah. I think for most of the time, the majority of the time, the officiating is high quality in the NBA. But it it's it it's a reflection of when it is bad that you can tell right there in the moment when it is bad because, you know, when they do a good job, they do a really good job. So I think in this instance, I, I do agree with um, Van Vliet because there is a personal element to anything human-related. Like, if he thought Ben Taylor, you know, has done this prior times and is now taking it out on him again in a, in a, in a future game, I 100%, you know, agree with him. And that seems like what his his main gripe was, was that, um, that specific Ben Taylor uh, a fish referee like was what had it out for him, and I I've seen like like there was an older uh, referee his name was Joey Crawford back in the day the old <laughs> white, yeah, white yeah, yeah. Dude, yeah. when he got he Tim, Tim Duncan, Duncan on the bench I was like bro that's personal you know yeah. what I mean like you 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 can you can as a as an official or as a referee like you can take things on the you know on the chin but if a nigga on the bench bro you you just got a personal vendetta for him mm-hmm. so and I've also seen you know obviously the whole Scott Foster with Chris Paul like. Even Scott Foster, what he did, you know, the other the other day with um, with Scotty Barnes, like you you can just see like when it is personal and that fucks up the game. So I I agree with, with what Van Bleet had to say the other night. Yeah, no, I definitely. That really is the biggest thing is the the refs. Nobody's paying to see the to no one's coming to see the refs. No one's watching TV to see the refs. Uh, so it shouldn't be something where you're 
completely disrupting the flow of the game or you're, you know, standing out more because you made an egregious call. Uh, me bounce passing you the ball should never be grounds for a tech. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense at all. Mm-hmm. And I think there needs to be a – my thing is there needs to be some type of checks and balances system because even you can see – so in the video where Jordan Poole bounced past the ball and he got the tech, you can – there's a, uh, a frame of the other ref confused. Mm-hmm. He's like, what's going on? <laughs> nothing just, just happened. Like too. Yeah, nothing, nothing just happened. So I think there has to, you know, I don't know. There just has to be something where maybe because we have like the league can help with the replays and stuff like that. Why can't they just come down and be like, hey, bro, you, you got to take that tech back. Mm-hmm. That was un, it was unnecessary. It was unreasonable because that those do really, especially like, you know, during runs, other things like that. When something like that happens, it can cut off your momentum. It can, especially when you know you didn't do anything wrong, like it demoralizes a lot of the players. Mm-hmm. It's just stuff where it's. Like, why are you – you've now potentially changed the outcome of the game because you took something personal or because you didn't like a guy or because they didn't do the thing that, the way that you wanted it to. Um, they just be having power trips sometimes, bro. That's also, really that is it. That's it. Also, That's I know a lot of these uh, refs, they got friends that probably be betting too. Probably oh, for sure. scheming that be going on behind that. Because some of these games be a little OD with the calls. I so do you guys think, think – that. Yeah, so do you guys think that, you know, obviously players get disciplined and shit like that. You think refs should – I know they make a they make a lot less than players, but you think they should get a little fine or anything? A fine? Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> if it's some, something egregious, I think they should. But they, the NBA did – they try and say, like, that they're penalized or something like that. But like I, we were saying off screen, like I feel like oh, you gotta go to the G League for a week, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> That's wild. I just think it should be public, whatever they do, like or whatever, you know, like it should be something. Because when the players mess up, y'all they be quick, like you know, so and so got fined this amount. Make sure it's everywhere and everyone knows. Hey, um, no, nobody got a problem with Gucci, man. The the ref that look like Gucci. I don't oh, hear nothing right. from him. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They fuck with him. I think to speak to to your point, Carl. I think what would be cool would be like some sort of like a scorecard because you always know like the, for example, the referees that get to to referee the Super Bowl or the NCAA championship. They're there for a reason. Yeah. So it'd be cool to see like how they get that result. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I think like if it were a scorecard or just something to kind of show that transparency, I think would be cool. I and like that. At a certain and there needs to be a certain cutoff where it's like if you under this, you gone. Because yeah. I'll be mad, especially now if I know, say, like, everybody gets a grade. So, you know, we coming out, and we tonight we know we got two C referees. <laughs> like, what, bro? <laughs> I'm not trying to do that. Yeah. There's, there is someone with a scorecard, though. Uh, who's that one That one ref that's still in the league? He's a very popular white guy. They said something about, like, when he coaches, I mean, when he refs against, like, the Celtics or whatever, like, they got a losing record. I, oh, I, can't I think remember. he was black, though. No, it was a white dude. I can't remember his name. Scott Foster? I mean, that's the only one I can know by name for real in the Scott league. Scott Foster. So, I'm, I'm going to look it up eventually, and I'm going to send it to you guys in the group chat and whatnot. Um, update on the Clippers. You know, I think they are they're on a three-game winning streak right now, man. I, I'm, I'm proud of my guys. You know, last 10 games, they are 5-5. Five and five. Obviously, you know, when they acquired Russell Westbrook, we were kind of – trying to figure out one where was he going to go and two we played a hypothetical but you know since he joined the Clippers I think they were on a five game losing streak now it seems like they finally you know with they that, won tonight with that, yeah with the, they won tonight yeah nice with that W against um Memphis Grizzlies that really kind of 
put things into perspective for him. So I think there may be poised for a run as well too. But um, what 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 are you guys' thoughts on the Clippers thus far as well too? Um, you know, uh, acquiring uh, you know Russell Westbrook and you know, how you think they're going to finish out the season? Um, I'm not going to lie. I, I only watch Clipper games when they play in the Lakers. Lakers. So um, <laughs> I just knew for a little second they was like on four with, with him. I know now they, you know, they, they doing their thing. Um, the Clippers always got the chances they got depth. And Tyron Lue, I respect him as a coach. I think he, he can make, you know, it, it, not only in-game adjustments, but playoff adjustments. Um, so I, I give them I give them that respect just off the off the coaching staff. Um, but it, it all comes down to injury, or not injury, but just durability for me, um, whether or not Kawhi going to um, be able to stand on his two feet, mm-hmm. um, lead the team, be there. Um, I think, yeah, I think that, that it's really those two things for me. Um, Ty Lue's um, strength in his in-game adjustments and then uh, Kawhi being healthy or at least healthy enough to put 28-30 on the board. Yeah, I'm, I mean, obviously health is always going to be concerned with certain players like we're going to talk about a little bit later, like with AD, KD, Autumn as well too. So I'm kind of trying to think about it outside of that. I mean, do you guys trust Paul? You know, Obviously he came out with his podcast nope. and he's on JJ Redick. And he basically came out and said, I know I'm not the number one. I mean, it's good to be realistic, but I would keep that in-house. But... Um, do you trust PG to be a legit number two to win a championship, man? I just don't really trust the Clippers. I don't know. I feel like mm-hmm. they don't really know what they're doing. They um, window closed. Yeah, that I feel like as well. But I, I think like the Westbrook thing, there was just no need. And like it, it showed that they forced them to sign Westbrook mm-hmm. because they they traded for Bones mm-hmm. to play him. That yeah. was that was clearly the point because they were. And now they added Westbrook and they can't play him because you can only play X amount of guards, especially X amount of guards that aren't really that good at defense. Mm-hmm. Um but I just think yeah they're just they're just doing stuff. Like Westbrook doesn't really add anything to their team. The they're they've been winning with because they've been playing him like twenty minutes a night. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they gave in to him starting just to like make him happy because it's clear like he doesn't really need to be doing that either. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, they have depth, but sometimes sometimes depth can be a problem yeah. when you have too much depth because you. And I know you're like I feel like Ty Luke can figure it out, but sometimes it just it it does cause issues when you actually have a lot of guys who can play. Yeah. Uh, so we'll I mean, see. do you do you think that they window is closed? You don't think they window is closed? Um. The window, whether it's closed or not, is going to be determined by what they do in the playoffs this year as well, too. I think the five-game losing streak that they got on um, isn't solely on Westbrook at all. I mean, I think it's just, like you said, sometimes when you have too much depth, that can be a detriment to to your team. But we also have some injuries as well, too. Marcus Moore, senior at the lineup. Zubak just came back. Players getting familiar with Russell Westbrook. Players getting familiar with Plumlee. Bones Highland trying to figure out where he is. And then we also try to figure out where uh, Eric, Eric, Gordon, Eric Gordon's going to be as well, too. So it was just a bunch, a, a lot of times, us trying to get familiarized with each other and then communication on defense like, as well, too. I, I think it's more so like, do you think Kawhi Leonard and Paul George can get it done at this point now? I'm having question marks about, I'm not worried about Kawhi Leonard at all. Like, I'm not. He's the number one on that team for Ain't sure. That. I mean, he just had 38 tonight. <laughs> If you look at, I he know he's had I know 38 tonight, but is he going to play next week? What is AD going to play next week? Is KD going to play next week? I'm worried about all of them. Hey, look, man. 
like, like, hey, but, but I'm saying, we're going back to two episodes ago. Like, if you take away his ACL injury, he's, and then obviously the Zaza Pachulia shit, he's played in every playoffs. Oh, playoffs. Okay, I was about to say, but still, he's not someone who plays a lot. Yeah, I mean, we we already know he's never playing back to back again. Like that's a fact. You know what I'm saying? But I'm talking about playoff run. That's this is what the window is going to be determined about, right? Playoffs. What you do in the playoffs. So I think um, I disagree. I think Russell Westbrook adds another. From what I've watched, obviously you can't necessarily play him right now down the stretch because of the his shooting. He's that's that's going to be something that's a problem. But throughout the game, I mean, because Kawhi and PG were playing point guard a lot this entire year, like they got to a point where they're like, "Yo, we got we need Terrence Mann to fucking handle the ball." Mm-hmm. And Kawhi and PG are kind of like that KD in a sense where they don't need too much shots to be efficient, and they rather just get the ball and score. Because when you're dribbling the ball up and down the court, getting press X, Y, and Z, that takes a lot of energy off you. So I feel like Russell Westbrook, from what I've seen in the starting lineup, he's done what he's had to do get a player set up for me like it's like i get that but you could have got 15 to 20 other point guards Mm -hmm. who could also set them up and are not going to turn the ball over nine times i'm of course i'm exaggerating but 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 off the market who would you have gotten i would have to i would have to look i'm I'm, you know i don't i don't have it in front of me but um i think there's also and i feel like it's a low risk low reward right like you said if he's not contributing we got other players that we can kind of plug in as well too We'll see. I, that is then. That is where I disagree because I feel like he comes with more. Mm-hmm. He can be. I think he causes, and not. I don't want to say it's necessarily always his fault, but I think sometimes he, he wants it too the much. air around him can cause issues in the locker room. Like he's definitely a pouty person. Like if something's going wrong, mm-hmm. he's gonna be in there and he's gonna he's gonna bring the mood down. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just think that is that was something that you didn't need to add in. Mm-hmm. I think I think it'll work out. Um, I think it's just gonna come down what to is, what's your definition what does work out? Yeah. I was just about to ask that. I was just about to ask that shit. West wide open, deep playoff run, depending on what seating we get. I think so, it, but I I'm I'm more so worried about Paul George. That's who I'm worried about. Can you be that consistent number two? Can no. you give me in the? Can you up your level of game and give me twenty five to twenty five plus a night in the playoffs? We have the luxury of having depth on our team where Kawhi's number one and then whoever's hot is going for it, but you need that consistent number two. Most teams have these top two options, and sometimes with PG, he's just either playoff P or way off P. So he need to figure out what the fuck he want to do. How long have they been together now? Four years. Four years, but really two. <laughs> yeah. So I guess two and a half. So, yeah, if, if they don't get to at least the conference finals – I probably blow it up. I'm not gonna lie to you. Oh, and wow. my and blow it up. I mean, trade Paul George. If there's any way Dame cannot be nah. too loyal, give me I'm give getting, me Dame and give me Jeremy Paul Grant for You're Paul drunk. George they for Norman Powell, Terrence Man. Y'all <laughs> go. You gotta You're get him. Dame, come to LA, bro. man. You're drunk. You gotta get Dame and Kawhi. Never getting Damian Lillard off the Portland Trailblazers. It's on him for Paul George. You're, you're tripping, tripping, so, man. That's my dream scenario. Let me live. Let yeah, me you said you said Jeremy bit. Grant and Dame for and, Paul and, George you're for, P, for PJ Norman Powell. Straight go up. back. Oh, okay, <laughs> and Terrence Man and draft picks. Go get it. No, that'll be fire. They need to send both them niggas out the door. Yeah, that's about, what but the you, thing is, they're if about you get to get rid of Paul George. You got to get rid of Kawhi. The thing too. is, but the thing is, that, I don't that think they arena, will because the arena is about to be built. I'm telling and, you, bro. unless they, unless in the trade for Paul George, 
you're bringing back Damian Lillard or someone else who like is of that caliber, I don't think you're gonna put something around Kawhi where you can win. Yeah, Paul George, Paul George, <clears throat> his value. It's I crazy because like from a skilled standpoint, he looks he some nights he looked top five, but. Can that jumper ain't falling. It's everything, man. man. A bunch of bunch That's of players. Cam, Cam Thomas dropped forty three games in a row. Malik Monk dropped forty against the Clippers <laughs> two weeks wow, ago. <laughs> that shit was crazy. Um, if I could just get the Paul George where we saw in the playoffs, the year Kawhi got hurt. But that's also the key is that, like, he really only started playing that great when it was well, just him. Yeah, sometimes it was like it was hard for them to kind of coexist with each other. Like, that's mm-hmm. that's a weird duo where it's it's hard for them to get that level of consistency together. But we're going to see. PG said his his knees feel better. He feel good now. He always say be having some excuse, you know what I'm saying? But if he if, if he can just be in more of an attack mode, I think that will serve us as well. And, and I think Ty Lue just has to make a – he shouldn't have to, but he, I think he has to make a conscious effort to get him involved early. Because um, Kawhi can get his bucket whenever he wants, but yeah. we're gonna see. Now the moment we all been waiting for, Los Angeles Lakers. Um, I have to. I think. Do I have to update it now? No, nah, they're thirty three and thirty four right now on a three game winning streak. Seven and three in their last games. Even with no LeBron James, they they're in the playoff hunt. And you know, hope maybe by the time he comes back, they can you know be a top six seed. Man. Um, what do you attribute to the Los Angeles Lakers, man? What are your thoughts on all this? Because I know you were crying like last year oh. with Russell Westbrook. I mean, yeah, I think the whole you said your daughter have ass, this, whole, this, and that, no shooting. Like it's whole, day and night now. The whole city of LA didn't want Russell Westbrook on the team, bro. I'm gonna tell you that right now. But um, yeah, especially with 47 million. Yeah, um, especially coming off the bench now. Well, that was crazy. But um, but I, I will say first of all, I want to give a shout out to Darvin Ham for playing the right lineups. Um, he he put in players in the in their right positions, and now with do you attribute Davis, more of that to personnel because of the personnel he got now? Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, you he didn't have. I mean, he didn't have great players available to him yeah. you know so I, I i mean starting pat bev and, and dennis shooter in the same backcourt is crazy but hey if that's what you had to work with that's what you had but um uh what i was gonna say oh i i i i want to give a shout out to darman ham because now that he because i don't think initially he started um jared Vanderbilt. i think it may have been like a game where he didn't start him when he first off the trade, but then after that, they've been like number one in defensive efficiency over these last ten games in the league. That's huge. That gives me like that gives me the I feel like the the bravado to talk like that. Yeah, they are gonna make some noise in the playoffs just because of their their defensive rating now with Anthony Davis and um, Jared Vanderbilt in their front court. Um, and I think now what you're seeing is. Essentially, forty-eight minutes of great point guard play and, and playmaking between D'Angelo Russell Told and the shooter. Yeah. So I think now the fact that they have the shooting and they can get great shots off great playmaking, um, we can score um, with the best of teams on any possession. That's that's great. And now um, you've got the lineups that can still be efficient on the floor when LeBron's not on it. And I I, I have not seen that since he's been playing with Kyrie. So. I think that's. I think it, it's it's great. I think it's. I think it's one of the more exciting teams that I've rooted for in a, in a while. And this is again over a ten game stretch where LeBron hasn't been on the floor. So I think. I think what I see for them is if they got to the sixth seed, I think in my eyes, I, 
Oh, the reason why I texted you last night was because I think they're gonna get to the fifth seed. To be honest, like um, I looked at their schedule and it looks it looks amazing. Like it looks it. Other than um, they play Milwaukee, I think one game, um, which I think is is probably the one that I could I could say is a definite L. But <laughs> other than that, I feel like the rest of their games are winnable. Even when they play the Suns, I think they play the Suns at home and they play them on the road. Um, so they'll probably lose that road game. But other than that, I feel like all the games are winnable to me. And I think, you know, this, again, like what you guys were talking about with Kevin Durant, being able to drop him into a lineup, LeBron's the same way to me. You just continue you to – you just you just basically change the um, the playmaking role from bringing D'Angelo off or on as the on-ball to an off-ball. And we see he, he's he like – yeah, he can play great off ball. Yeah, he's like a top ten, I think, in three pointers I made this season. So it's from catch it's, and shoot or yeah, just in yeah. general. Well, I think it might be in three points or a three point attempt. Okay, three point attempts, but I'm not exactly sure if it's if it's made or not. But um, but either way, off ball, on ball, D'Angelo can can fit, and then LeBron, um, obviously with his playmaking, mm-hmm. um, allows them to be more efficient with less turnovers. It's crazy because like. They're playing more free without Braun, but also there's pressure on them because they're trying to they're basically kinda of like Boston from last year, obviously different different levels as far as like where they were in the rankings, but basically to the point where Boston was playing like it was a playoff game every single game. Yes, and I oh, I can't I can't, I should have started with this, but shout out to my man Austin Reeves and Phil Handy. Phil Handy got Austin Reeves looking like Them Kyrie shots be Irving. Tough. It's crazy. Phil Handy, bro, is the best skill coach in the league to me, bro. He got Austin Reeves, an undrafted player, bro, a six five point guard, looking like just just crazy with the heavy work. So I'm 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 very appreciative of what the Lakers from a scout team's perspective does when they draft and when they go get players that are undrafted and how they develop them. I was gonna say they know how to find him a white boy because mm-hmm. same with Caruso and for he's sure. now he's a he's a player in the league because of them for sure for sure. Yep. Um. So I guess you know obviously we're talking greatest of all time for this generation. Uh. Do you think when he comes back, he has to do any? Do you think he should do any form of adjustment to his game at all? LeBron, like play, let let like let D'Lo play a little bit on ball. And he plays off ball, or yeah, I think I think LeBron. Um, what could also I could see happening is D'Angelo bringing the ball up the court and Bron starting from the post. Okay. He, he he's like to do that as well to draw double teams and then kick out the shooters. I can see that happening, um, but obviously he he will do. Especially if they continue this winning streak, like he gonna do whatever you know is is in the best interest of the team. He's always been that way, so mm-hmm. for sure I can see that. Um, when he comes back, uh, I guess you just replace him with uh Troy Troy Brown Jr. Yeah, you, you, yeah, you do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like I like Vander, but yeah. yeah, that that is a damn good defensive team um, as well too. Any any additional thoughts to Lakers? Um, I, I think just it, you know when we first talked about this. Uh, on the last one, when they had made the trade, I was like, oh, yeah. they fleeced. Uh, <laughs> and I, I think it's just clear. Like, it's crazy to me because the Timberwolves themselves devalued uh, Vanderbilt because mm-hmm. they had Rudy Gobert. So now it's hard to have a uh, – at least Anthony Davis can, like, he's mobile. He can shoot mid-range so you can have Vanderbilt out there next to him. Mm-hmm. They couldn't play him because of their own personnel, but that didn't make him a bad player. Mm-hmm. So, like, the way that they just offloaded him and Malik Beasley and – D'Angelo Russell, um, 
it's crazy. But yeah, they're all they're all good, really good role players, and they make the Lakers the actual NBA team versus actually just like fun, a, actually. Yeah. Fun to watch. Yeah, like, I enjoy watching them play. Yeah. I'm on that bandwagon right now. If they're all healthy and can, they can get like a six seed or whatnot, like I wouldn't be surprised if they ended up in the finals. For real. I mean, AD himself, and I, he's definitely not what he was in New Orleans, but AD was able to take role players and get to the playoffs. They didn't get far, but so I think you know this this team already right now with like Anthony Davis outside of last night playing really well. Um, and then you have good guys all around him that can get buckets and play some defense. Because he's yeah, waiting on Brown to get back. They probably yeah, looking at all these teams in the West, they the best defensive team. And I just I just looked them. at the schedule too. They played Houston a couple times. Chicago, OKC again. OKC though, that for some it's reason one of those they games, be, yeah, yeah, they be yeah, turning up against yeah. each other. But um, got them young legs, yeah. and shy. It depends. Shy be on that Kawhi shit now too. Shy, bro, we don't talk about him enough because his team is not that good. But he is like, I think he's better than John Morant. I'm tripping, but. I think he's better than Shai. I'd rather I'll, take Shai. I would take Shai too, just that from a, from the standpoint of being able to to shoot it from anywhere and, All three and, and get in the paint. Six six. Yeah. I would need to. I would just need to see one. At least for me, I've seen Ja do this for this is like his third year, kind of being a star now. Mm-hmm. I would want like one more year of Shai doing this to like put him there, but I could definitely see it. I still be mad about um, the Clippers trading him like. PG, why are you going? Please, basically being like Melo, sign that extension. You could have waited. We could have had Shy at the point yeah. guard position. What? Yeah. Damn. It been what he is now, though. Who knows? Mm. I mean, Things like the James Harden treatment, basically. Yeah, I yeah. mean, as a third option in the league, you probably getting what 10, 12 shot attempts. Yeah. Like I don't give him more shots than PG. He is oh. carrying the, the uh, Thunder right now. They would be in the firmly in the lottery if it wasn't for him. Yeah, they could potentially make the playoffs this year. That that would be yeah. kind of wild. Um, and then Chet's Chet's going to be back. Hopefully, even putting on some weight. Um, and then that one guy, what's that guy's name? Wimby. Nah, Jalen Williams. Yeah, he's tough. Yeah, he is tough. As well. <laughs> he's OD. He's tough. That oh, was a yeah, diamond in the rough. Rookie? Oh yeah, yeah. He cold. Yeah, he, he, cold. he was Absolutely. a diamond in the rough, bro. Yeah, and so. they always find them. They always find them. Sam Presti does a damn good job at drafting players. Yeah, yeah. bro. That's just scouting. can't keep them. That scouting team, bro. If you got a good scouting team, you you always gonna be okay. Giddy y'all is, do a good Giddy time. Y'all do a good too. job at drafting players too. Yeah, yeah. Josh Giddy. Yeah, kind of reminds me of Steve Nash a little bit. I was a fan of him. Yeah. So, yeah, their future looks bright. Them international players, when you hit on them, you're like, yeah. Yeah. I knew what I was doing. (laughs) (laughs) Or then you could be like the Pistons and draft Killian Hayes, but I don't want to get into that. Bro, he's washed. Tony Parker and all the Frenchmen were trying to vouch for him uh, before he went to draft. Like, yeah, he's going to be nice. Nothing. Bro, shooting like 35 from the field. I forgot K was done the whole season. They're going to be all right, too, in a couple. couple. That K thing is a blessing in disguise because now we have a way better chance of getting the number one. Wiseman's been playing a little well. Wiseman has. That's what we are doing right now. What I do like is just getting a bunch of the reclamation projects. Yeah, Mm -hmm. like we just signed RJ Hampton. He's actually not. He doesn't look too bad with us. Of course, like, yeah, Wiseman. We had uh, Bagley. who's a Diallo because a couple a couple of young players that we were just like all right you know y'all gave up they had high pedigree at least we can see what they're doing yeah after killing A's con- rookie contract up he's done yeah I hope so <laughs> um real rapper cap let's get it the Mavs will miss the playoffs this year cap for me I think Luca I mean 
and Kyrie. No, I don't see it. Too much winning time, fourth quarter buckets to for them to lose. Even as 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 tight as it is in the standings, I just believe in them too. Yeah, I'm gonna definitely say cap uh, missing the playoffs. No, uh, they might potentially we could say like losing the first round or something, but um, I just don't think there's a way that they're gonna miss the playoffs. I I think I'm gonna go cap too, but it really just depends on where they end at um, because their defense is terrible. It's non-existent. Even though you have Kyrie and and Luca going for sixty combined a night, if if they're not shooting lights out, they're not gonna win and. It's one of those things where it's like he may have got traded a little bit too late and they're still trying to figure it out. And also it could be a thing where they're good together, but you have to really take a step back, figure out how we're going to build around these guys. But if they are in the play-in and get matched up, let's say if Portland makes it or the Pelicans, they could get them out of one game. Portland ain't doing nothing, bro. But I'm saying like if they matched up, Dan can get you out of one game, just one game. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to go with Cap, but – I wouldn't be shocked if some some shit happened. We're gonna see though, but I, I believe too much in in Luca and too much in, in Kyrie not to get it done. Um, real rapid cap: Harden will end up back in Houston after the season is over. Cap for me, I, I think I think Harden has way too much. Like, I think Harden does want to answer to the narrative that like he couldn't win in Houston and that he wants to try to make it work with Joel to try to get to an, to an NBA Finals game. Yeah, Cap, just because he can't... I think he, he realizes kind of like what his legacy looks like right now. And I think for him to have run out on Houston, then run out on the Nets, and then if he were to leave like Philly, this pretty much in a similar way, I just don't think, you know, it, it's going to end. In, and then also, why would I go from... Joel and B to anybody to playing with any of those young kids. Alfred Zagun, yeah, like he's a he's a bucket though, but not to leave Joel. Yeah, no, like they're yeah. they're they're cool. They have their they look like in like four years they'll they'll be nice, but like it's not they're not a piece away. Yeah, <clears throat> I'm gonna say cap too, but if Philly don't at least get to the conference finals, I think he's gonna. I think it's gonna be a journeyman and. Who's about to be thirty nine years or well, thirty eight years old? Chris Paul, non guaranteed contract. Chris Paul, James Harden took a little bit less just to get the team built around him. I can see him replacing Chris Paul and trying to link up with KD again with Book. That'd be crazy. I don't know. I don't know if KD want them again, bro. I I think they want to play together. Just fucking Kyrie, dog. But he still didn't have to. I don't know. We'll see. We'll I think see. it was Kyrie. Yeah, but he he still let that come in between, you know, mm-hmm. like, so why would I go and join up with you again? Just be so that someone else could do something again. You gonna leave? Like, I don't know. I, I just feel like I, did. I feel like the personnel management from the top down know what they're doing over there, and I just feel like the Nets was just a shit show. I don't know because they DeAndre Ayton, they clearly don't know how to manage that situation. But the owner's gone now. I mean, yeah, because this new owner just started this year. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, so I can't. I, they haven't really established anything. That I don't know. True. We'll see. That is true. We'll see. <clears throat> Real rapper Cap Zion will make it back by playing time. Cap, <laughs> <laughs> bro, he don't play basketball <laughs> at all. <laughs> Cap too. He just going to eat his gumbo and just chill. Wait till next year. He already got the bag. But Damn. when he's on the court, he's great. He's one of the crazy. best to watch. Crazy. I don't think he's coming back. He retore his hamstring. Honesty, bro. Uh, you know I love watching Zion play, but he don't Ooh. like it apparently. 
Yeah, I'm gonna I'm say I'm gonna say cap. Where where are they at in the standings right now? I got it pulled up right now. They are 11th right now. Yeah, they're, they're tied for 10th basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going. I'm gonna go ahead and say cap. I just think that they will put him on ice and then come back next. Season. I'll tell you this. I'd rather see Zion if he can come back in the hypothetical. I'd rather see Zion, CJ, and Bi with their playoff experience last year being the playoffs over this Dallas team. That'd be no tough. No way. Zion for the first time in the playoffs. Luka Doncic is prime, is prime time television, bro. I'm sorry. Nope. So was Zion when he's playing. Nope. It's just sad because they really did do a good job of like building, building out that team. Yeah. They were number one, one at one point, remember? Yeah, it's one of those like, okay, we built around you and we have all the pieces, but we just never they have, have the, you. <laughs> and like, that's really what it went. Yeah, like you're saying, when they had him, they were one of the best teams in the league. Yeah. But they need that other star. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> also, though, low key, with just another thing, I feel like CJ's playing well in uh, New Orleans, but it proves that Dame really didn't have a lot of help. Because just having clearly just CJ is not enough, you know. Like mm-hmm. you need two other stars along with CJ in order to be like a good team. Yeah. And they was just telling Dame, "No, you got CJ. You good." <laughs> that shit nasty. We're up at cap. Kyrie will resign with the Mavs this off season. Big cap, big cap. Cause uh, you know he 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 ain't about to be in no red state, bro. What you he mean? He no get to be state, more bro. free in the red state. What you mean? No, no way. No, no. He ain't trying to be with all this shit. He nah, be going. Nah, he gonna be up out of there, bro. He gonna be up out of there. The taxes. Unless, unless they're crazy enough to give him five years. The taxes over there. If they're crazy enough to give him five years, all best are off. But I don't think he gonna resign. No. Um, I want to say he real cap like he's gonna resign only because I hope that he can be in a stable situation. I'm going to say real rap, he's going to stay there uh, and sign a four-year contract. Now, will he fulfill those four years with them and not force his way out? We don't know. I just think that it would just be cheaper, um, and I'm just banking on D'Lo playing well that the Lakers are going to resign him instead and not get him and not get Kyrie. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's more likely that Kyrie retires than, than him getting a four- or five-year deal. I think Mark Cuban going to say fuck it because Luke and need help. Okay, yeah, sure. I wouldn't be surprised. Mark Cuban, you know, he'd be trying to do whatever. Don't yeah. really be working out a lot of the time. He's, like, really not that great at what he does. But, like, uh, bro, why, so he put together that championship team. Literally that same offseason, traded away half that team, and they were never really good again until they got Luka. <laughs> he'd just be doing, and it, he'd be doing stuff, and it work out sometimes, and a lot of yeah. times it don't. It's, <laughs> but just at so, least he tries. it's just so hard for a small market team to stay Good, yeah, but also you know you can make there are some moves that you could not you make, make to help. Yeah, why did he trade all them? Were they getting old? Did he not want to pay them anymore? Because Tyson I, Chandler was old. Sean Murray was old as shit. Tyson Chandler still was good for a couple. The more Jet years was because old. he came back. He ended up coming back two years later. Came back still again. being fine. Yeah, yeah. I remember, remember he was on the Lakers that one year. But yep. <laughs> yep. real rapper, Lakers were giving out Luol Dang like huge contracts. He's still Moscow, getting paid. Like, yeah, the Moscow show was nasty. Crazy. Look, we ain't gonna talk about the dark ages. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> You're looking good now. That's all that matters. Yep. Real rapper cap. If Lakers don't make the playoffs for some reason, eighty will get traded. Oh, I was trying to make sure that's what that said. <laughs> no, real cap. No, no. Uh, gap, gap. Um, 
AD, I think they they, I think in the in the legacy and the allure of Lakers that they want a big man. Like they 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 love having speaking, a, a yeah. big man. So like even though he is injury prone, like I don't think like they're not getting Giannis or Joel Embiid anytime soon. They they want to at least keep keep AD for sure. At least yeah. until twenty twenty six. Yeah. You know, until that last draft pick is is settled. Yeah, I, I just don't I think it's uh cap because I don't think he's you I just of course like I would say he's not the person you trade and of course you're not trading LeBron because you're not trading LeBron James. But like from like a, a team standpoint, it's like why would I get rid of the even though I know he's injury prone, but why would I get rid of the younger player? Yeah. Also, he has no trade clause. He's like the only player that doesn't have any no trade clause. If anything, I think uh, neck because mm. I think him and Brad. I thought it was Bradley Bill that had yeah, him. Bradley. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. I thought you were saying Bradley Bill. Find his way that way. I don't want Bradley Bill, man. I don't know what you're doing. Uh, I'm gonna go with a uh, cap as well too, and I agree with everything you guys kind of said. Um, so there's really no need to kind of expand upon that as well too. Um, Real rapper cap. If Clippers don't make it to the finals, they're gonna blow it up. Yeah, that's been my point from from for all along. I do think that this is this has to be the last year. I mean, at, at one point or what point do you continue to to uh, to lean on older players who don't want to play back to backs forward into your into the future of your of your team of your yeah. organization. Um, I don't want to say finals. I feel like conference finals. Conference finals, yeah. Then because you're not again, like we were just saying, like you're not trading. If you're trading PG, you're trading Kawhi because it just doesn't make sense. Also, because Kawhi doesn't really play. So unless you're getting like a superstar player back, like if you got Kevin Durant for Paul George, okay, bet. But otherwise, it just makes sense to. And to be real, y'all are the Clippers. Y'all never have been good. For we real. only y'all until Kawhi leave. This team Spurs over here. I'm I didn't mean, I didn't you, mean you. I'm just saying, like, I'm talking when about Kawhi go, I go. I'm talking about them in general. If he like, was the Lakers right now, <laughs> Lakers, Lakers. But, yeah, no, I, I just mean, like, the team in general has never really. Like, they've had periods of being regular season good. They've never really, like, done anything for real, for real. So, what's mm. wrong with starting another rebuild? Yeah, <laughs> that's true. It just sucks that they're about to have that stadium, so. Got yeah. it. I mean, it's an investment, right? You eventually make that money back. Yeah. What's it called? Didn't well, no. You talking about Golden State new shit? No, I wasn't gonna say the Oklahoma City situation, but I mean, they had already drafted their players. They didn't necessarily blow up Seattle SuperSonics. Yeah. Before then, so never mind. I mean, the Kings just started making money back as well too, and they built a new stadium. So. I mean, shoot the Rams. I mean, I know they they were they good. share it with the. But I'm just saying, this new sta- now they suck though. Yeah. So well, I, I got suck in a new stadium, but at least it's a new stadium. Yeah. <laughs> Get them season passes. The, the stadium, I mean, the the arena looks pretty lit though. It's not. Yeah. It's dope. I like it. But. I'm 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 interested to see how many. I mean, even with them, I, I want to see how many of their fans are going to travel from having been in downtown LA to, to come to Inglewood. I mean, I know it's nowhere at all like Golden State, but. You still got niggas from Oakland traveling across the bridge to see the Warriors play. Yeah, fans I mean, travel. You got, you got people coming internationally to see Steph Curry play, though. Yeah, so. it's the Clippers. I yeah, because I think they they are gonna have eighteen thousand at capacity. I think like long term, it's really smart and it does help because you're. It's already tough enough trying to get out from you know your 
you know, being the little brother franchise, yeah. but it was damn near impossible when you play in the same stadium and they just their banners are up that. there and yeah. you don't really have anything to put up there. Nothing, think, nigga. <laughs> yeah, long term, it'll help them to have their own stadium, but for the foreseeable future, I think it's just gonna also kind of pull back on their fan base because it's like, well, we was really just trying to go to Staples or crypto, or whatever. You know? Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm- Tickets price they're gonna be cheap. They better not make that shit expensive because they Clippers out of a hundred percent at a hundred percent capacity. Whenever I go to the games, it be at least twenty, fifteen, twenty percent of the other fans that are there, or they're Lakers or the the opposing team. It should be kind of nasty sometimes. So I'm just seeing like that shit might flop. Exactly. <laughs> so them tickets better be cheap. And then, I mean, damn, Kawhi not gonna be playing back to backs, bro. Might as well get a nigga that's going to play 100%. 100%, yeah. Any last closing remarks for 127? Uh, You know, make sure y'all take care of y'all ladies out there. You know what I'm saying? What and lady? Whatever. If y'all got girlfriends or whatever, take care of them out there, girl. bro. Nice. And, um, yeah, you know, my mom's birthday is coming up. It's on the 15th. Happy birthday. Oh, she's a Pisces? Yeah, I guess. That's right. what it makes. Yeah, so my I, brother, I, my I never, brother birthday no more. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So, happy early birthday, mama. And uh, that's it, you know. Keep grinding. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was great. You know, enjoy everybody. Enjoy your week. Hopefully, it's productive and you get some shit done. And we'll see you again next time. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> <laughs> you get some shit done. Facts. Get your shit done. Plan the night ahead. Grind don't stop. Express your gratitude. And stay in contact with the people that you love. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Carl Conyers. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Terrence Whaley underscore. This is Sir Caesars. That was episode 127 of the Caesars show. We out.